Welcome back to the Popcast Cafe podcast. I'm your host, Kavya, and I'm super excited to have you all here for episode 31 of the podcast. This week, I'm talking about something exciting and was easy for me to talk about because I keep up with this show very regularly. Um, Before we get into all of that, please go ahead and hit the follow button, turn on the notification bell. You'll be notified every time I upload a new episode, which is Fridays at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. My nose is a little stuffy, I'm wheezing a little bit, sound a little sick, but I'm okay. Um, just want to put that out there before, well, not that anyone's going to complain, but it, I just feel like I sound a little bit weird. But regardless, we're going to talk about this week's topic. I'm super excited for it. Um, please go ahead and check out the bio. There's a bunch of links in there um, that you are more than welcome to use. There's the Instagram, the TikTok, and then of course there is... Um, my Twitter, which is the best way to reach me if you want to talk to me. I've gotten a lot of DMs from you guys, which has been really nice. Um, and I love talking to people either just about regular things, like if you are interested in anything I'm talking about on the podcast and want to talk about it in more depth because you don't really know anyone else to talk about it with, I'm here for that. If you want to talk about personal stuff, which has totally happened too, I'm here for that. Like I love talking about that stuff too. And then, of course, if you want to just give me recommendations based on the things I do talk about on this podcast, like, I'm always open to those. Always love to hear new things. And kind of speaking of recommendations, um, my letterbox, my TV time, and my Goodreads are also all linked. And that's the best way to see what I'm reading, watching, and watching again um, in real time. So you can kind of see what I've already seen, um, see what's on my watch list, see what I'm currently watching. And that will help with recommendations. Or if you're like, hey, you should totally, I see this on your watch list, you should totally make this next. Or I've seen that you've watched this and you've never discussed it before. You totally should. So please let me know. Um, totally always open to suggestions. All right. So without further ado, let's move on into this week's topic, which is Survivor Season 42. So I've already talked about Survivor once on this podcast because this podcast has been running when Survivor 41 came out. And um, Survivor 41 and Survivor 42 were both filmed at the exact same time, um, or not ex- the exact same time, sorry, one after the other. So 42 was filmed right after 41, um, and they so they both kind of went right at the same time. Season 41 was filmed in May 2021, and 42 was filmed in June 2021. So this all happened quite a bit ago, so the cast had to be very hush-hush on that um, since their season didn't premiere until, of course, this year. But it was really nice that we got we're kind of getting back into the group of Survivor with getting those couple seasons a year and everything. So yeah, that is really nice because of course with COVID and everything, we didn't get a lot of Survivor and I love Survivor. As I've mentioned in my other reality TV videos or whoa, not videos. That is jumping the gun a little bit too much. Um, In my other podcast episodes, um, Survivor is like my favorite reality TV show, at least in the game reality side of it, competition reality. Um, along with Big Brother, I just find them to be the most enjoyable. I love them. Um, they keep me the most engaged. They keep me coming in. Survivor has an episode a week. Big Brother has three episodes a week. Regardless, I'm obsessed. But yeah, so this is the same location that the previous season was in. So they filmed in Fiji, um, which of course is gorgeous. So the scenery is already amazing. I love everything that we're looking at. And yeah, all right. So let's talk about the teams and who 
I guess, was on each team. So, we had Taku, Ika, and Vati. Those were our three teams. Um, so, yeah, so let's talk about who was on each of these teams. So, starting with Taku, which was kind of our dominating team, we had Jackson, Maria, Omar, Lindsay, Jonathan, and Marianne. Then on our Ika team, we had Zach, Swati, Roxroy, Tori, Drea, and Romeo. And finally, on our Vati team, we had Jenny, Daniel, Lydia, Chanel, Hi, and Mike. So those were our three teams. And pretty much anyone Chanel onwards was our jury members. So I'm going to go right from the beginning to the end and talk about each of these people in order of when they left and going into their wins and just talk about them briefly. Um, of course, I don't have as much to say about the people at the beginning, but we're still going to discuss them anyways. So starting with Jackson. So Jackson Fox, he's 48. He's from Houston, Texas, and he was part of Team Taku. He didn't make it to the merge. Um, however, he did not really get to compete at all. He was medically removed. Um, I believe, like, this was the person. Um, so he'd gone through a lot. He um, shared a lot of very personal information with the other contestants, or with the people on his tribe, I should say. And it was very, very sad that he had to be medically removed for a lot of the medication he was taking. Um, it wasn't safe for him to be engaging in this kind of physical activity and living in such, I guess, dire conditions and with minimal food supply and not amazing shelter, whatever, whatever. Um, it just wasn't healthy, so he was removed. So Taku was already sliced down a member right from the get-go. So then we had Zach, who's 22. He's from St. Louis, Missouri. He was the first voted out on day three. Um, and he was Marianne's little love interest. He, she was talking about how he's the exact kind of guy that she typically goes for, and I thought that was very, very cute. Um, but yeah, anyways, Zach, um, he didn't really do much. He, I, if I remember correctly, he wasn't amazing at challenges in any respect and didn't necessarily do a lot for Tribe. I believe he was the one that messed up the puzzle, which is why he was voted out that time around. Um, so we didn't really get to see what his gameplay was like, so that really sucks. <laughs> But moving on, we have Maria, who's 47, um, from Indiana. So she was in the Taku tribe. She was the second voted out on day five. And just like that, Taku was only four members, and all four of them made it to the merge, and all four of them made it very far, and all four of them were very successful in this game. Um, so that's amazing for them. So Maria was pretty much the only person they lost. This was the only time they went to tribal. Um, and... I can't remember, I all I remember about her and the reasoning for voting out is just that they trusted her the least, they didn't know her as well, nobody on that tribe had the chance to make those kinds of connections, and this was around the time that Jonathan and Lindsay were very, very, very close, um, so I guess that kind of makes sense, question mark, I don't know, um, and Jonathan and Lindsay were kind of running the camp, and then Omar was like, it's genius behind the scenes, and then Marianne was like, this bubbly, positive girl, and that was kind of the um, the, what's the word, that was kind of the, the view that we had on all of them, and what perspectives we were given, so that was, it was a limited perspective, but that's what we were given, 
So then we had Jenny. Um, so she's from Brooklyn, New York. She's 43, and she was on the Vati tribe. She was the third voted out on day seven. And I have to say this I remember very well because I am or I was extremely disappointed on this because Jenny was actually one of my first pick winners. I thought she was going to make it really far. So the fact that she was the third voted out was insane to me. Um, I didn't expect it at all because I found her to be very resourceful. I feel like she would be good at competitions. She helped them with that triangle thing, like, right from the beginning. She had a lot of the knowledge, um, like, mental knowledge. I feel like she was one of the smarter people. So it was very disappointing to see her go, um, just because, again, like I said, she was one of my picks. I thought she played a pretty okay social game, and I feel like if she stayed in the game longer, she would have made a lot of big moves, and, of course, you need people like that in the game. So the fact that she went out was really disappointing. Um... And like I said, just from first looks at the cast, my winner picks without even having watched this season um, in any way or anything like that, just the people who I just thought were winners and people I just picked out in my head for whatever reason that I did, because there wasn't really like any kind of consistency here, was Jenny, Tori, Hi, Omar, Marianne. And those were the people just from like first looks that I just had confidence in and I don't know why exactly that was the case but it was the case but anyways um that was very disappointing like I said just because I really thought she was gonna make it far and if not win at least make it far at least make it to the merge so this was very surprising to me so next we had Swathi who's 19 and she's from California and she was in the Ika tribe the fourth voted out on day nine so, again, to a certain degree, um, this was a little bit surprising to me. I think Swathi kind of dug herself into a little hole with all that drama with Tori. Um, obviously, Tori and her kind of connected, kind of being two of the younger people on the tribe, or in the tribe. Um, but, of course, Tori, like she said, she works in therapy and all this different stuff, and she no psychology, she very, very, very successfully flipped Swathi's plan to kind of make Swathi look like the one who's in the wrong, and Swathi the one that is, doesn't, can't be trusted, and is telling everybody everyone's secrets, and all that stuff, so that was kind of props to Tori, and so Swathi kind of got in that crossfire a little bit, and I feel like if she didn't do as much talking as she did, she probably could have been safer, um, again, it's disappointing because you always want to see the younger people win just because they're entertaining to watch and their personalities are like, or tend to be a little bit bigger. Um, but of course, it is what it is, so it's not a big deal. Um, she was also Indian, and that's not really common to see on these kinds of shows, so like, that was also disappointing. But anyways, moving on, we have Daniel. He's 30, he's from New Haven, Connecticut. He was the fifth voted out on day 11, and he was on the Vati tribe. So this one to me was very much okay. Daniel, I think, should have gone instead of Jenny for that first Vati vote. Um, I found him to probably be the most insufferable, and I don't know what it was about him. Um, I just didn't find him to be very enjoyable. I found him to be annoying. Um, I found half the stuff he said to, I guess, not add up. Um, I just didn't enjoy him. And he was also terrible. He added absolutely nothing to the team. He sat out on literally every occasion that he possibly could sit out for. He was never in challenges. He was always sitting out. And I understand he had this little, like, back issue and then this issue and blah, blah, blah. But then he was swimming, doing other things, and he expected to just be kept around. Like, it sucks that you're injured. Like, that's terrible. 
However, why should that mean that everyone has to keep you around, you know, if you add absolutely no... And yes, he's injured, fine, okay. But he does nothing for the tribe otherwise, you know. He doesn't help around camp. He didn't have an amazing social game. He was very paranoid. Like I said, a lot of the stuff he said didn't make sense. Um, he kind of threw himself under the bus on, in several occasions. I mean, just saying, oh... I can't do the challenge because I can't swim. And then swimming literally 30 minutes later, I mean, that kind of stuff just, it it's, doesn't work in his favor. He was not a good player. Um, so I was happy he was voted out. I don't really have any other thing to say about him. He's obviously not an awful person or anything. He just wasn't a great contestant. And I was like, yeah, he can go. All right. So then we have Lydia Meredith, who's 22. She's from, she's from Santa Monica, California. She was in the Vati tribe. Sixth voted out on day 14. So this is the last person to get voted out um, pre-jury. And I liked Lydia. Um, so she was very close with High, and High kind of did everything he could to protect her. And I don't think there was any um, animosity towards getting Lydia out or any kind of bad nature. It was very much just it needed to happen, um, and they just didn't think she could move forward. And I didn't want to, I guess, upset the rest of the group. Um, but yeah, I really did like Lydia. I don't think there's anything negative to say about her. She didn't have necessarily an impeccable social game or um, any kind of amazing challenge things. But um, she was sweet, and I guess that's really all that there is to say to her, say about her. And that brings us to Chanel, who's 29. She's from New York also on the Vati tribe, seventh voted out, first jury member on day 16. And this is kind of where we get to the point that these really, really matter because you're creating your jury. And also with the Daniel, Lydia, and Chanel, that is three Vati members voted out in a row. So three times Vati went, or I guess two times Vati went in a row because then after that it was the merge, so everyone goes together. But anyways, Chanel... I can't remember why she was voted out. Um, I just remember a lot of mess. So she kind of walked into that one, you know, again. Um, and that's disappointing for her. Um, but she was, you know, a decent player. Didn't, don't have anything special to say about her. So moving on, we have Roxroy. He's 44 from Las Vegas, Nevada. He was on the Ica tribe. He was the eighth voted out, second jury member, day 17. And uh, I I don't really know what to say. I mean, Roxroy kind of prided himself as kind of being the older member of his tribe and the most mature one. He singled out, I believe, so that was like, he kind of talked about that a lot and how that was important. Um, but I think something that bugged me about him was his very controlling attitude I just don't really like people like that so I didn't enjoy it and I think what's interesting is people were kind of trying to get rocks out for a while and they were just never able to successfully do it so I think him going made a lot of sense um, in that degree but yeah so that takes us right into the same day day 17 the ninth voted out member and the third jury member was Tori, who's 25, from Arkansas, Ika, um, so this was the double day, um, and, uh, 
I have to say, I really, really liked Tori. I think she was a fabulous player. She did amazing. She did exactly what she set out to do. She was so good at what she did. Truly, truly, truly. Um, she was a great player. She had a good social game. She pissed a lot of people off, but like sometimes you have to do that. I found her to be one of the most engaging players, one of the most interesting players. I really liked watching her play. And obviously she was good at the game. She was good at the social stuff. Um, she won a couple comps for, I guess, how long she'd been in the game. She was a good player. Um, and I really, really, really liked her. So I have to say I was upset that she had to go. But I do remember this was the tribal where it became a huge issue about, or they talked about the issue of black people um, being kind of voted out early on. So Tori kind of went for that kind of reason because it, you know, became a huge conversation, but it's a very important conversation. So I completely understand. I think had the circumstances been a little bit different, like I would have loved to see Tori continue. However, however, in these, in this scenario, I completely understand why Tori had to go. Voting out Drea, I think was their target originally. Um, definitely would not have sent a good message in any capacity. So I completely understand. And I also wanted Drea to stay in the game. I probably, out of all the people left, I would have wanted, like, Romeo to go. Anyways, we'll continue. So then there was Hi. He uh, is 29 from New Orleans, Louisiana. He was on the Vati tribe. He was the 10th voted out and the 4th jury member on day 19. So Hi, I also thought to be a very, very smart player. He was a very smart player. He flipped a lot of narratives to get things to go his way. However, there was one big slip-up he made with Jonathan, and Jonathan was kind of able to read into that immediately. However, typically, he was able to do a very good job of twisting narratives and getting things to go his way. So I did, um, you know, really, really like Hi. Thought he was a um, good player. So him getting voted out again, it's hard because I'm like, he shouldn't have gone voted out, but this is kind of where you get to that draw-in point. So it's like, what can you do? I mean, like I said, out of the people left, like Romeo and Mike should have probably gone. They weren't as good as the other people here, but oh well. So then we have Drea, 35, from Montreal, Quebec. Ika, 11th voted out, 5th jury member, day 21. Um, I really liked Drea. Um, I guess she made the mistake of telling more people about her idols and advantages and stuff, but I really liked her. Um, again, this is, again, the shaving off point, so and I'm going to kind of be more brisk with these people because it just had what has to be done has to be done. So then we have Omar, 31, from Ontario. He was at the, in the Taku tribe, 12th voted out, 6th jury member, day 23. I really, um, really liked Omar. I thought he was a great player. I thought he had an amazing social game. I thought, in my opinion, he had the best social, or the best game. The best game was from Omar. I thought he was one of the most deserving of the Soul Survivor title. He was the best at, like, everything he did he pretty much had everybody wrapped around his finger he was very much playing the game from above and nobody even knew he was the last person anybody suspected to be like a two-timer or anything like that i think he most successfully played the game on a very social as in a very social aspect so this was disappointing to me then we have Lindsay. she was 31 from um asbury park new jersey taku tribe 13th voted out seventh jury member day 24 
And I'm actually going to loop Jonathan into this. So Jonathan, he was 29 from Gulf Shores, Alabama. Taku Tribe eliminated eighth jury member, um, day 25. So um, he was not voted out. He was eliminated uh, because, of course, everything. So Lindsay and Jonathan I kind of want to talk about together because I thought, again, from a competition perspective, they were probably the two most deserving. They had decent social games, but I think more than anything, their comp games were what was really made them stand out. I think Jonathan obviously stands out more because you think back to those early challenges where he was literally carrying the entire team. But then when it just became soul challenges that weren't about necessarily speed and stuff, um, him and Lindsay were always neck and neck, kind of taking turns taking that individual immunity. So from a comp perspective, um, I think, of course, they're the two most deserving winners. However, however, however... um, I think, you know, them making it this far is good enough, and they did a really, really, really good job, and I think seeing them in a future season of Survivor is so likely um, in some kind of season of All-Stars because they're two amazing players, so I wouldn't be surprised if we saw them again, so it doesn't feel too disappointing. I feel like they would be back. So then we make it to the three people on top, which was Romeo, who's 37, from California, Ika, Mike, who's from New Jersey, Vati, and um, Marianne, who's 24, from Ontario, and Taku. So we actually had an Ika versus Vati versus Taku final. Um, and of course, Marianne was the one that ended up taking it. Um, between Romeo, Mike, and Marianne, it's pretty much a no-brainer that you would want Marianne to win. Um, she was the only one of the three that was able to successfully pull out a best, pull off a big move by any means, was she the best player of the three? No. Was she the best player of... Or, sorry, she was the best player of the three. Was she the best player out of everybody? No. There are several people that I think, could, like, were better winners, such as Jonathan, Lindsay, Omar, Drea, Hi, Tori. I think they're all better players. Um, Still, my, like, I'm holding out hope for Jenny. Like, I feel like she would have been a better player. But... Marianne was a good player. She had an amazing social game. Pretty much everybody here liked her. Um, of course, she annoyed people sometimes, but everyone liked her. They treated her very well. She treated others very well. She had a good attitude, very positive outlook. She played okay. Um, she had a good social game. She was able to pull off a big move, and she's smart. So ultimately, that's what matters the most. And between these three, it's pretty much a no-brainer, um, you know, who everyone would vote for. It would be Marianne. She, of course, did the best. She answered all the jury questions very well. And it makes sense that she was the sole survivor. So kind of looking at the season as a whole, I have to say I enjoyed it a lot more than season 41. Season 41, I did really like. Um, it seemed a little bit disjointed with just all the new advantages and all the new things they put in. And I think that was kind of good. They saw what worked, what didn't work, and what to incorporate into the season. A lot of the twists from last season did come into this season, but I felt like they worked a lot better, and I felt like this cast was more fun. Um, also, I've never seen such a united group of people on Survivor. You know, I've never seen a cast so close, so respectful of the game. Like when, you know, Omar got um, voted out, he was such a good, everyone was such a good sport about it. You know, there was this moment of proudness for Marianne that he exhibited. He was proud of her. There was a lot of moments where everyone was just proud. They were just happy. And um, I feel like that made the season stand out more than anything I've seen in the past from Survivor. So I have to say this is definitely a season I really, really enjoyed, and I did enjoy it more than last season. So yeah, um, 
I think that's really all I have to say about this season. I really enjoyed it, and I'm very much looking forward to season 43 and talking about that on the podcast. But I guess that kind of brings me to the end, so thank you everyone so much for listening. I really, really appreciate it. Um, Having this kind of support means a lot to me. So, like I said, please go ahead, check out the bio, look at all those links, and of course hit the follow button, turn on the notification bell, and that's pretty much it. So until next time, bye! Mm-hmm.